Hi, it's Brian Blardy from Classcraft, host of The Great Exchange. Great Exchange is a series of conversations with leaders across education, technology, and gaming about how we can work together to keep students engaged and motivated, whether they're learning at home or in the classroom. Today, we're going to speak with Tony Williams, Instructional Technology Leader at Copenhagen Central School District in Copenhagen, New York. If you'd like to hear other perspectives on how we can engage students and why engagement is so important, visit our website. You'll find all of our podcast episodes. Uh, You'll be able to stream the sessions from the recent half-day summit we produced in partnership with Google. So check it out, www.great-exchange.com. That's www.great-exchange.com. And now, Tony Williams. All right, we're here with Tony Williams, instructional tech leader from Copenhagen Central School District in Copenhagen, New York. Tony, thanks for coming on the pod. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Uh, Happy to be here. Um, So, Tony, set the scene for us a little bit. Copenhagen, New York, Copenhagen Central School District. Um, What's your school district like? And tell me a little bit about the students you serve. Okay, so uh, Copenhagen is is in upstate New York. It is uh, very, quite literally, it's it has been uh, the snowiest town in America. Copenhagen is a very small school district. We have about four hundred and sixty students, K through twelve, and here we are in the middle of COVID nineteen and. We have all of our students learning every single day, full schedule uh, in our school. So we're very proud of that. And we've stayed safe and our kids are learning and people are all here and happy. So that's a big win for us. That sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so I'll get to Classcraft in a minute. Um, but first, tell me a little bit about the challenges uh, your district has been grappling with. I mean, I'm sure things are going great, uh, as you mentioned, but every district has things that they're working on. Yeah, there are, I mean, teaching in general is just a very challenging job. Uh, Our teachers are kind of up against it, especially now with remote learning challenges and more and more of our students' lives are kind of online and that in and of itself is a challenge. So, um, I mean, kind of look around the world. The world is a major distraction and the whole thing is a distraction to our kids. And um, Classcraft for us has been about redirecting those distractions, like harnessing those distractions and using those, you know, for the things that we need our kids to do, which is get engaged with the curriculum and, 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 and learn. So, you know, at the end of everybody went on quarantine um, last year, it was March 13th for us. And uh, we were we were about as ready as we could have been, but uh, we're in a much better place now because of Classcraft, to be honest with you. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's we're kind of learning as we go. And at the end of the quarantine, so at the end of the our last school year, we all sat down and said, what is our, what was our major, what was our biggest hurdle during remote learning? And we all agreed that it was student engagement. And that was the point where we needed, we kind of realized that we needed to take a radically different approach to behavior modification and student engagement and try something we had never done before. So what led you to Classcraft? You know, I heard about Classcraft uh, several years ago when I was still teaching. I was an English teacher, uh, a middle school English teacher. And to be perfectly honest with you, Brian, I don't like video games. I'm not a gamer. Um, I don't particularly like fantasy. And if you had told me 
that I was going to need to use this, this gamified classroom, um, I would have probably pretty quickly said, that's not for me. Um, and that could be true, but just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for my students. Um, so I, Classcraft has been, had the idea of something like class, Classcraft had been kind of growing on me. And then, you know, at the end of quarantine, it just really dawned on me that we've really got to just shift the way that we're thinking really radically and differently. And, and when you take a look back at it, it's really not that radical because of Classcraft's sort of atmosphere and environment. It's not radical to our kids. It's where they're at. So if we can meet them in the middle and kind of get them to buy into our program and show them that we're willing to buy into theirs, then I think we're going to, you know, achieve some really cool and amazing goals. And so far it's been working. So I'm pretty stoked about that. All right. Well, I'm eager to talk a little bit more about that in a second, but it sounds like for you, Classcraft was kind of a way of uh, making learning more relevant culturally for your kids. Yes, absolutely, Brian. But if you say to a student, I need you to do this assignment on your own at home um, during quarantine or else, we, we know that or else is not a, that's not a motivator. Uh, kids aren't motivated by or else. And, and increasingly, they're not really motivated by grades sometimes too. Of course, some are, but a lot of them aren't. So I mean, trying something different, getting them involved with the curriculum, because let's face it, they're not going to be successful in class craft if they aren't successful in the classroom first. Right. Because in order to gain points, level up, kids are exhibiting positive behaviors that you're deciding. Exactly. And when they don't toe the line, so to speak, then they take damage in the game. And then that, and then that is where Classcraft really does its thing, because then the team can jump in and and help out their teammates, and you get this wonderful atmosphere. Um, and 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 another thing I love about Classcraft is we're lucky that we're not teaching remotely right now, but Classcraft provides an environment where kids can still be a little bit social with each other and also be completely distant. That's interesting. So it's kind of a way of keeping um, a sense of community or keeping kids connected at least with each other on a one-to-one basis when people aren't able to be in the same room with one another. Yeah, Brian, one of my favorite parts of Classcraft is the kudos section. Oh, yeah. So for people who don't know about kudos, kudos is a very specific, pointed, kind, sort of inspirational message from one student to another. And uh, they're moderated by the teachers, which is awesome. Uh, but, you know, every morning, one of the first things I do is I fire up my Classcraft dashboard and I look at the kudos the students wrote this, the night before. And I try to think to myself, like, if I were a fifth grader and I got this message from somebody, whether it's a friend or not, that would really lift me up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, I mean, that's incredibly powerful. And the person who writes the kudos gets point. They get XP and they get GP, gold pieces, experience points. But the person who receives it gets more. I just, I I know for a fact that kids are reading these, kids are writing these, and it's making them feel good. And I like that because 
because a lot of you know a lot of communication between kids this age is text based, and some and a lot of it's not positive. Classcraft gives us that environment to 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 be social and only be positive. Okay, so Tony, let's back up to mid-August. You and your staff decide to implement Classcraft. Now, here we are a couple months later. Um, looking back on it, has Classcraft been a worthwhile investment for you? Yeah, it really has. I, you know, I can't really think of too many other resources that we get this kind of return on investment uh, from. And not only that, but just it, it happened really quickly. Uh, have the kids, you know, pick out their characters and they're they're involved in it right you know right from the start they're they're kind of in it uh so yeah it's been super impactful and we we saw that impact almost on day one and i'd have to imagine having more engaged students um, benefits you in a lot of different ways and maybe put you in a position to get a better return on some of the other investments you're making it really does and the cool thing about classcraft is that you can you know everything has a anything in the classroom can have a consequence in classcraft so some of those other resources kids are rewarding for you know finishing their lessons online or you know completing you know this project online so actually it's happier classrooms it's better workflows another thing brian our, our te- because of social distancing our teachers have to move to the classrooms it takes them about five minutes to set up our kids aren't engaged in classcraft during their classes because they have those five minutes of classcraft time between. So it's kind of worked into our workaday workflow as well. And and I mean, you mentioned return on investment. It the cost of classcraft and the return has been a great value for us. So walk me through your implementation process a little bit. You decide to use classcraft. What's kind of going through your head whenever you decide how you're going to roll it out? So the first, we're a very small school. So when I talk about, you know, an entire grade, I'm actually talking about maybe 30 kids, 35 kids. Um, so what I did is I first I spoke with some teachers that I knew were going to run with it. Our elementary has a lot of different behavioral practices in place already that Classcraft sort of nests really nicely into. So I started in our elementary. I chose two teachers who agreed to just go completely all in for one year at the least and probably indefinitely. And I really let them sort of be the, the, the bellwether, the role model for everybody else. And they kind of ran with it and with my support. And, and uh, to be honest, it's, it's gained almost like a little cult following in the elementary because kids who aren't on it want to be on it. And kids who are on it are talking about it. So it's kind of trickled its way up into our, our middle school, um, who, because of hybrid learning, um, remote learning last year, and the fact that we have cohorts that are, are just massive. We have an entire grade in one room all day. Seventh graders aren't really supposed to be in just one seat all day, but that's what we have to do. Their attention is waning, naturally. And so we need these strategies to kind of, like Classcraft, to kind of get them on board and re-engaged. So if I were to give somebody advice, I would be like, identify the teachers you know are going to roll with it hard, like all in, and then use them, you know, allow them to become your experts 
um, and let them model everything. Let them figure out kudos and quests, boss battles, all that really cool stuff so that when the rest of the staff wants to get on board, you've got experts. Uh, you can become an expert yourself because you've been working with these teachers. And then you've got these kids as well. I mean, these kids pick it up quick, you know, more quickly than we do. So we've got experts all up in that elementary and, uh, and it's, and it's just neat. It's cool. So start small, uh, start, but also go get all in and then like get that ball rolling and, and pick up as many folks along the way as you can. Uh, now you mentioned you started kind of in a, a special ed context. Um, yeah. Why, you know, what was your thinking there? Why would you, um, start using Classcraft with students with special needs? Yeah, that's an awesome question. Uh, so I had, uh, so, and I'll tell you why, because a lot of these students have IEPs because of their, you know, attention difficulties by no fault of their own. These kids are predispositioned to not attend while they're in class to just, so, so, and, you know, fidget tools are good, but those are distracting and redirection is good. But when you redirect one student, you kind of redirect everybody. So this like extrinsic motivator that is so entwined in the curriculum is, is perfect. So I started with, um, our middle, our entire middle school special ed is on right now. Um, and the only reason that our, the rest of our middle school is going to adopt Classcraft is because it has been so impactful on the most difficult group of students to get engaged. And if it can work with those kids, then there is absolutely no reason why it wouldn't work with, with the rest of them. It was really cool how it worked out, Brian, because we had this group of students who's, you know, who are distracted and now they're far less distracted. They're, they're actually more focused on getting their work done so that they can engage in, in the game, the gaming aspect. That's incredible. Oh, can I tell you one other thing though? Yeah, do it. So the, the, I, I'm a tech guy. I'm a former teacher, but I also have a kid in fourth grade who is on Classcraft. Oh. So I, am, I am all in on the parent portal. You're giving out that GP? A 15 GP a day if she earns it. Um, my kid is a reader. Every night she reads a book. She never shuts off her reading lamp. So... She gets five GP. If she shuts it off, she has shut it off every single night for the past two months. Um, so what I'm, I'm loving about this is that her home behavior is now linked to her classroom behavior. And as a parent, I get to see everything she's rewarded for in Classcraft and everything that she's taken damage for. And then I can also reward her for exceptional behavior at home. It's wicked awesome. I love it. And so you're reaping all the benefits here. You know, you're, you're benefiting from it as an educator and also as a parent. Big time. And I can, and also I can tell you, I can tell you this, that my daughter just raves about it. She loves it. That's great. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the impact. Um, what's that been like? I, I mean, I'm assuming it's positive, but tell, tell us, um, you tell us, uh, what, what, what has Classcraft done for your students, uh, for your teachers and, you know, maybe for the parents as well. Okay. All right. Here's a perfect example. Great example. And it just, this just happened an hour ago. 
So we pushed out the our elementary is on Google Classroom, and exclusively every teacher is on Google Classroom. Uh, Classcraft has a Google extension, or excuse me, an extension for Google Chrome called Classcraft for Google Classroom. So I pushed it out this morning, and I went into one of the classes and I said, everybody, open up your Google Classroom and just see what happens. And what it does is it turns their Google Classroom into a Classcraft classroom. And so they can see their character, they can see their character stats, they can see their teammate, their crest, and their backgrounds. And it was so cool. They all opened them up at the same time. They all got on Classroom, and there was a collective wow that was just awesome. So what kind of impact is, the biggest impact is they're engaged. Um, the other one that I think is incredible is that if you do it right, Classcraft gives your students a lot of choice. I mean, they're choosing to make positive decisions, which is great, but they're also choosing, our teachers are allowing their kids to choose, you know, some of their powers. They're allowing the kids to choose some of the behaviors that they're taking damage on and some of the behaviors that they're getting rewarded for. So they're, the kids are getting more of an ownership in their classroom, not just their behavior, but also like the entire class's behavior. There's more engagement in the curriculum um, rather than saying, you know, complete this, this assignment. Our teachers are saying, you know, uh, do this quest. So, you know, three assignments in a row is no longer three assignments. It's an epic adventure. And our kids are way more engaged in stories and adventures than they are in instructions. Um, Tony, it's been awesome to hear your story today. Uh, it sounds like you're doing a lot to put your students in a position to succeed. And, you know, at Classcraft, we're happy to just make a small contribution to that. I told you this before when we were talking candidly that there are only a handful of softwares that really speak for themselves, resources that really speak for themselves. To be honest with you, Classcraft isn't a lot of, it's not a lot of work. It's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of different, it's different. And if you're open to being different, then it's, it's not hard. And the kids really do the bulk of the work in Classcraft, to be honest with you. Um, and, and they enjoy it. So it's kind of a no brainer. So is that what it all comes down to? Because, you know, the kids love it. So they do the work in kind of driving the implementation. I really think so, to be honest with you getting the right teachers involved, offering your teachers the right tech support, and then just really embracing the kids, you know, how the kids interact with it. That's it. Uh, well, Tony, I think you've given uh, educators who are listening a great kind of uh, glimpse into the potential that Classcraft has and also given them a good blueprint for rolling it out um, and actually, you know, fulfilling some of that potential. So, um, again, thank you for sharing your story, and uh, we look forward to checking back in with you to see uh, how things are going as the school year goes along. There, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. All right. Uh, well, best of luck to you. Cool. Thanks a lot, Brian. All right. That's it for this episode. I want to thank our guest, Tony Williams, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more interesting conversations from educators making an impact on student engagement, check out our website, www.great-exchange.com. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.